Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Kelvin of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful curly-haired <laughs> Joelle. Hey Joelle, how are you? Great. Good, good. Is my hair always curly? Yeah, but it's looking extra suave tonight. How's that new course coming along? My eyes are burning. You're winding down one? Literally winding down a course the, uh, and editing a whole new one. The the um, fearful dog course, we're winding that down. Sunday's the go home session. We'll we'll document that. If you jump on Instagram stories um, right now, you'll see a bunch of stuff from um, the four dogs, mm -hmm. um, and then you'll also see uh, Vader out in the field um, with uh, Tex running around. That was all right before the show uh, tonight. Um, anyway, this is the um, What Would Jeff Do show. Uh, good morning, everyone. We do the show every, good evening, everyone. We do the show every Wednesday and Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's a Q&A show. You ask a question. Um, uh, Joelle is going to read it, and I'm going to uh, answer it. And, you know, the, the thing is, we just need so much more time to answer these questions. And, um, you know, my morning show, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff, um, uh is uh, I get into more single topic things. I can go a little bit deeper into things. Um, ideally, most people need a, a boarding train, ironically, uh, or a one-on-one. -on -one, but uh, we'll we'll talk to you about our courses uh, later in the show. Um, also, you want to definitely get on our mailing list this weekend because there's some big, big news we're going to be announcing um, for all of you. That's going to really, really help so many people. Um, and we're streaming live on Rumble now. So, hey, Rumble, how are you? Love. Love having you. And um, I'll be starting a brand new show on Rumble um, sometime in the next uh, the next month coming up, which it would be, um, what what is next month? May. May. We're in April yeah. right now. May. So in the month of May, I will be. Um, in a couple of days is May. Yeah. So at some point in May, I'll be doing, uh, uh, starting a new podcast on Rumble exclusively just on Rumble. Uh a lot of people ask questions, almost the majority of people will be asking questions about how to stop unwanted behaviors, how to stop unwanted behaviors. And this is the, this is why I created this show is to help people that are struggling with behaviors. It's not that difficult to actually fully awfully train your dog in obedience. I mean, we have a course, you know, for, you know, $197 called Green to Graduate um, on how to do that. But you can also look up free videos on, on YouTube and, and learn how to do that. Um, but on this, though, and usually in the mainstream social media dog training world, you're not getting much information or you're getting extremely false information on how to stop unwanted behaviors. And just to let everybody know, I'm sure everyone's heard of positive reinforcement training, reward only training, which we do a very large amount of it. That's how we train dogs to do things. All the basic obedience we use it for counter conditioning but if you want to stop in unwanted behavior you have to apply a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop in unwanted behavior now that's where the word punisher people are triggered by it they're triggered by it they go right to abuse they, they, they think the worst possible thing when it's actually factual information no it's called it it's called punishment it's called reward and punishment like those are the those are the two sides of dog training you reward for what you want and you apply a punisher for what you don't want i mean these are just facts you can have your opinions but but i like to stick with facts um uh so and there's many ways to apply a punisher and you sure don't do it yelling and screaming and, ang and and when you're angry. And it's also the farthest thing from abuse. And doing timeout in a crate is not a punisher. I mean, I would frankly never do timeout in a crate. I think it's ridiculous. Yelling at your dog is like, people are worried about using a lot of the tools we use, but yelling at your dog constantly is worse, frankly. Um, uh, your dog becomes afraid of you. Um, so, and there are certain things your dog should be afraid of, but not your voice, you know, not, not the tone of your voice or your voice, frankly. Um, so um, we also use all different tools, everything from food to shock collars. And that's another trigger word. They're like, they're not called shock collars. I'm like, okay, well, I'll call them an e-collar. And I do. 
I'll call them a remote collar, and I do, but they're all the same thing. In 2023, the, the four or five major brands that are, that, are, that are manufacturing them, they're all the same thing. So you're just triggered by the word shock collar. Um, but again, it's not abusive. And most people either have never used one, they don't, um, uh, don't, want, don't know the power of them, but you can basic use it for basic obedience, advanced obedience. You can use it for um, separation anxiety, leech reactivity, aggression rehab. Did you hear that? Is that Vader whining? I don't think I've ever heard him whine. Neither have I. He might have to, well, he went to the bathroom a lot out in the field, but yeah. Anyway, so here we go. Let's, let's jump into it. If you're on YouTube, sorry, if you're on YouTube, there's something called Top Chat. And you could, um, there's a little dollar sign. You can throw some cash your way. And your, your, your question does go to the top of the queue, but you don't have to pay to play. We answer as many questions as possible. A lot of people just like to be like, hey, thanks for the 20 years of free information. We really appreciate you. Um, you know, a good, like, for example, I mean, here's just, you know, one of many comments. Um, if you're not familiar with, with what bonking is, bonking is... Um, they just, sell them at Target now. But just, yeah, look at my Instagram stories. I've made a little funny thing that I bunch of rolled up towels because that's what it is it's a rolled up towel um but um if you want to know more about the bonkin debacle of 2019 that went around the world um with the big hate fest um cancel uh, attempted cancellation of me which didn't work um i mean nor will it ever work um but here's something this is really really interesting from paul guzzo this is a comment um on, on bonking um, we spent several, and this is on our public page. Anybody can look it up um, right on our right on our page. Um, we spent several stressful months trying different training methods to get our dogs to stop fighting. So fighting dogs in the same household has the highest failure rate when it comes to rehab. You, know, you can have an aggressive dog, but it's fine with the dogs in your house, or you have no dogs in the house, but it gets into fights with other dogs. Um, but in-home dogs fighting are the hardest to um, thing for a dog trainer, um, for family pet dog trainers to do. It's got the um, highest failure rates. Um, um, a lot of times the dogs, one of them has to, might have to go. If it's bad enough, somebody has to be put down. Um, so anyway, we spent several stressful months trying different training methods to get our dogs to stop fighting. Nothing worked um, until we came across just videos and started using the bonker, which is just a rolled up towel. It's all it is. So rolled up towels occurred by two number 64 rubber bands. There's nothing inside of it at all. There's no, you don't freeze the towel. You don't, you know, do anything. It's just a towel. There's nothing inside of it, but more towel. The dog's attitudes changed after the first couple of times we used the bonker. It's been a couple of years, years, and our dogs don't fight. They were corrected. They learned. They don't fight. They aren't abused. They are happy. And I assure you, Paul Guzzo and his family is probably also happy. I've gotten thousands of those. Thousands. That's not just, just one. Like we get thousands of those. And we also get thousands of pieces of people that say you're being abusive to a dog. And I'm just like, if you only knew what goes on in the dog training world, the thing is we're very transparent. And myself and one other trainer were the only people talking about bonking for years. Meanwhile, at the time I knew hundreds of dog trainers and thousands and thousands of people doing it. But there are many, many dog trainers that use it. I find it ironic when a dog trainer who works with aggressive dogs is against it. It's like, it's a wonderful tool. Like, why wouldn't you want to give your, your audience, your clients, people that you do consults with a tool that was easy to attain. We all have, we all have access to towels. Um, is not banned in any country. Um, and has dramatic effects for anything from stopping barking to stopping aggression. So let's just jump right into it. Okay. Debbie, have a, a great weekend, you two. Wish us luck at the nose work trial. No. My dog Peach is a, master, a monster at nose work. Nice. Good luck. Good luck. Awesome. You're going to have a great time. Snuggle bonds. Hello, everyone. Good luck, Debbie. Hey. Brittany, hello, everyone. Hey, Brittany. Hey, hey, Brittany. Constance, you can do it, Peach. Good luck, Debbie. Hi, J&J. Hope you have a fun weekend. Yeah, we will. We, we got a we have a very busy weekend. Yeah, and Angela's got a soccer game tomorrow. I'm gonna head over to um, the center. Um, down, we're down here in Sarasota, Bradenton, Florida now. So 
um, we've got the four dogs. We call them, like, we keep seeing the four dogs from California because they're four dogs from California. They were driven across the country. Um, and um, working on them, they came to us. They really didn't know their name and they didn't know any commands. And now they're fully leash trained and um, have their basics of off-leash work done. And um, they know not to fight. And uh, we, we put up some posts today on uh, social media. Actually, Angelo did a great post with the out command with one of the a dog that was just constantly um, demanding attention and pestering. So check that out. And then we also filmed some content. I'm about to sneeze here, guys. So hold on one second. I'm wondering like, why you're acting so weird. <coughs> Excuse me. My one eye is uh, like, so annoying right now. Uh, Allergies or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, something's going on over here. Um, Rebecca said, I love catching you guys live. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And um, every uh, Wednesday and fr Friday, I've got to go. Hold on. Okay. Bless you. Emily says, good afternoon. Hi, Emily. Brittany said, love seeing him off leash. Snuggle Bun said, Vader looks so happy. Yeah, he looked really... He's, I swear, oh, yeah. it's like the last, what, three days? He's had like a major breakthrough. Mm, beginning of the week. Monday. Monday. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's Friday. Yeah, yeah. But like, four or five days. Totally yeah. new dog. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Um, well, we do, we, we do know what happened. He had a breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's what, but we haven't changed the protocols. Right. We're doing right. the same shit. Yep. It's just, it's, it's dogs have breakthroughs. That's why we love our boarding trains. And that's mm -hmm. why we actually normally do four to six weeks. Yeah. Um, the breakthrough, you never know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then you just run with it and then you just pattern more stuff. And it's really, really incredible. Like today, I don't know if you noticed, I took him to numerous places and I, he never had a leash on. Mm -hmm. Like he left the house without a leash. And we both were like, he'll never be an off-leash dog. And he, and he went to Courtney's, uh, the training good. center without a leash. Mm -hmm. And we went to the Chuckett Field without a leash. And he's in our driveway without a leash. And he's totally, you know, off-leash. And he listens. I mean, he turns on a dime, comes to me. Yeah. Um, unless he's taking a shit um, or a piss, which he does often. Um, next. Caroline, a friend's dog was over and my cat was being a dick to her. So I popped him with a kitchen towel, a little asshole cat bonker. Haha. -ha. Yeah. They mm -hmm. use them for cats. You can use them for cats get on the counter. Just throw a bonker at them. Yeah. I mean, you know, cats are, they got some bad behaviors too. Next. Avi says, hi all. Hey, Avi. Julie Starnes. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Julie. How hi, are Julie. you? Snuggle buns. I also use the bonker on my cat when she gets all worked up over my GSD mm -hmm. for no reason. Yep. They also have little shock collars for cats where um, it's just a small little module that's on the dog's, like the cat's collar. And they there's a little, um, looks like a smoke detector that you can move around wherever you want to. Usually you put it on your kitchen table, um, keeps it or a certain room and it keeps the cat off the, off the counters. So um, it's, it's a great motivator to keep cats off of counters. Bailey, I have a six-month-old puppy, just started teaching down using Green to Graduate. Awesome. When should I expect him to go down on his own without leash guidance every time? Um, I don't know how you're training. I mean, I know you're taking the course, but, um, you know, you know, we've got steps. That, you know, we have steps to everything. Um, down is one of the more vulnerable positions for a dog to be in. So it all depends on your, also depends on your dog. Some dogs pick it up the first session. Also, if you, like, that's where the troubleshooting comes in. If you feel like you've done like 100 or 200 reps and the dog's just almost like waiting for you to put your foot on the leash or to help. Correct it. Try just doing a pop yep. and see if that motivates the dog yeah. now to then avoid the correction. Right. right. Sometimes they're just like, I'll keep taking all the help I can get right. until right. you tell me right. otherwise. And there's, there's plenty of dogs also when you say down and they don't down. But if you reach in your pocket like you're taking out a treat, they fly into a down. So it's like, oh, okay. So you're just playing me. You're playing me. So now the concept is you correct the dog for non-compliance of a known command. And uh, oh my gosh, listen to this again. What the heck just happened? Should I open up this door? I don't know. What do you have allergies all of a sudden? I don't have allergies. The animal has been stuffy. I swear if the yeah. two of you are sick and then you're going to get me sick. Okay, Joel, it's not about you and I'm not sick and we're fine. You sound sick. Okay, great. Thank you. Anything else? I don't know. Your freaking panties just got on a bunch all of a sudden. No, so. they didn't, but we're fine. I'm, I'm sneezing. Sounds sick to me. Uh, so it could be multiple things, Bailey, but just see. Just try a pop. And then if the dog seems confused, you know you probably need more reps then. Right. But every dog is different. 
Many so dogs. Try it. Don't be afraid to try things. Many dogs will go after you correct them the first time. They'll just be like, okay, fine. I'll down. I'll down and then they want to beat the correction next. Mm -hmm. Karen, GSC lover. Good evening. Hey, how are you, Karen? Lori says, why does my dog keep standing over me? Um, well, that could mean a couple of things. Um, it could be not good. Um, it could be just your dog thinks it's a game. But if it's at all resource guarding, that could be dangerous. Um, if it's standing over you, I mean, are you lying on the ground, sitting in a chair? Like, where, where, where are you when this happens? Like, for, for a dog to stand over you, like, explain, like, where are you lying on the ground? Are you, are you on the bed? And the dog's on the bed, standing over you. Are you? What, what size dog is it, too? I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm picturing a Great Dane. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, it's like, or a Doberman, like, just I mean, standing yeah, yeah, over you. Um, yeah. So, what, what are you, you know, laying on the floor? Yeah. What, what's happening? I mean, it could be just play or it could be resource guarding and it could be, you know, not good. So could be a good thing or not a good thing. Next. Um, Snuggle Bun said my GSC is a year old. Oh, sorry. And she still holds a grudge against him for chasing her as a puppy. Oh, the cat. Oh, the cat. Mm -hmm. Cats are nasty. So dogs and I mean, that's actually not so bad. That's the thing about cats. They have no problem, you know, smacking the shit out of a dog. And and uh, that might last a lifetime. Next. Daniel, hi, Jeff. How to stop your dog from chewing, digging, and barking at people. Your dog's digging at people? It's Daniel from New Zealand. So, so say, say that one more time. So, so say that one more time. How to stop your dog from chewing, digging, and barking at people. Okay, so let's separate those out. Okay. So chewing and digging... A, a shock collar, remote collar, you would you'd catch the dog in the act and you'd say no, and then you would correct. And how high of a correction? Well, I mean, chewing things the dog can destroy. So, I mean, if they're chewing like shoes or curtains or woodwork or, you know, anything of value, um, dogs don't know prices of things and they don't know brand names of things um, at all. Um, to them, you know, uh, uh, sunglasses are sunglasses and socks are socks. Um, and um, and then for for bark, what was the last one? Bark, barking, at barking at people, same thing. No, and then correct for the shot card. You can also say no, and then use a bonker. And you know, again, this is where a lot of the mis the misinformation is out there, where people will say, um, if you correct your dog for barking at people, then it'll have a negative association with people, and it'll become aggressive. Like that's the standard um, bullshit you fucking liar, unethical person advice. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, the dog will have a negative association with barking at people. Therefore they will stop barking at people. Like that's, that's, that's as far as it goes. Like that's as far as it goes. You know, this is not dog psychology 101 here. It's like your dog just stops barking at people. Next. Avi, maybe the shot caller identifies as an e-caller. LOL. Love the bonker section at Target. Yes. Selection. Yes. In fact, I'll pull this for your phone. I want to take a picture of it. it was, that's so stories. interesting that they put their towels out like that. It was in the it's in the, it's in the front. Why not just fold them? But it's in the front area too, where They're the like, only things are like let's a, roll them up like tootsie rolls. Like a dollar, three dollars, five dollars. You know, it's it's hmm. it's it's in that section there too. Um, Damn, DMs are blowing up because everybody's probably laughing at that story. Let's see. Just press and hold the screen. Oh, yeah, too. pointer. There you go. Fucker. I'd rather just take a picture. <laughs> go ahead, ask the next question. Here we go. Okay. Shannon, how do you use an e collar to correct separation anxiety? That is a one-on-one -on -one because that is a um, uh, look at those perfectly rolled bonkers. Right there at Target. Like literally perfectly rolled. Yeah. I think a person did that or a machine. I don't know. Probably a machine because it's got the label it's on it. The label. label on it too, so it's probably an automatic process. Um, separation anxiety, you want to do one-on-one. -on -one. There's too many variables. Not as many variables as aggression, but Separation anxiety is going to definitely involve num number one, um, obedience. 
higher, you know, a high level that doesn't mean competition level, but holding your dog accountable for obedience, um, lots of structure, um, less affection, getting your dog to move, be away from you. Like right now we've got two dogs in the room and the closest one is about eight feet and the farthest one is probably about 12 feet away. They're lying down instead of underfoot. And then actually correcting any whining, any barking and any trying to get out of a crate. Um, and if you don't create your dog, you should create your dog. And a lot of people are like, well, I can't create my dog because my dog destroys a crate. So I'm like, I know. That's why you correct the dog for trying to break out of the crates. Mm -hmm. So um, I do have a free video on YouTube. So it's it's outdated. The information isn't wrong, but um, it's probably about eight to 10 years old. Yeah. In fact, you know what I was thinking about today? Making a, like the another just like basic e-cower setup, you know, video and going back to basics on a lot of our videos that we haven't made for a long time. So next. Brittany, the bonking drama is how I found you. I prefer to make my own opinions on people. So glad to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, getting worldwide hate. I mean, that one, it took a little bit of a toll. I mean, when you get, you know, thousands of phone calls, um, when you are, the BBC does a report on you. When you're splashed all over the front page, news of the uk newspapers is the dog abuser when you get when people like threaten your children and with with death and you are threatened with death constantly and then the fbi is involved i mean this is all documented stuff and then you've got armed guards and you've got to carry everywhere you go and like you know i mean it's like you know it's 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 a little bit ridiculous considering that like there's number one <laughs> I stopped two dogs aggression. Um, and number two, it was our videos that we put up taken out of context. And, um, but, and ironically, three years later, like bonking is sort of common. Mm -hmm. It's not as taboo. And by the same people that actually like trainers that were talking shit, number one, they were always doing it, but now they're actually admitting it next. Avi said me too, Brittany. It's what made me buy a green graduate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, trust me, we got, you know, it didn't hurt business, I'll tell you that much. Like, because all our clients would laugh. Like, I was doing seminars at the time, and they were, like, everybody laughs. Like, it was all the foolishness. When your people are struggling with their dogs, like, they just want help. They don't care about, like, all this bullshit that goes online. Like, most people are not in these groups, these Facebook groups, People with lots of time on their hands who actually are not doing much, those are who are in the Facebook groups. People with lives and dogs and families and like doing stuff are usually not in these groups. Next. Shannon, our dogs play fight, but every once in a while it gets serious. No one ever gets hurt, but it gets louder and more intense. How do we manage this? Well, number one, you can teach the out command. Um, they should both know the word no, um, but out means get out of here. So what so imagine your dogs both know out. Sort of means like a lot of different things. It means to drink, it means to drop something, to let something go, but also to get out of here. So imagine two dogs are, it's this fighting is starting to get intense. And if you said out, both dogs would just disengage from each other. But you also do it with the word no. Um, uh, uh, when you reach the point that you think it's going to be too much, you would just, you would just stop it. You would just stop it. Next. Snuggle buns. I wish I had known of you guys when my GSD was a puppy. I had scratches up and down my arms from his nipping. Yep. Um, a lot of people do. And that can be stopped in three seconds. And a lot of people struggle with that. Like we don't have, we don't work with a ton of puppies. That's not our wheelhouse. But we've worked with our share of puppies. And puppies don't put their mouths on us. They do not put their mouths on. They do. They do. They try once, but then they stop. Yep. And like Mother Nature teaches animals how to behave properly. We fuck it all up because we baby them and humanize them and make every excuse in the book. Oh, they're a puppy. It's like no, that's a ten-month-old dog. Um, oh yeah. That's I mean, the worst. I mean, yes. Obviously, people will make the excuse for a twelve-week-old dog as well. But a twelve-week-old dog is capable of not putting its mouth on you mm -hmm. very quickly, like in one session. Yeah. Next, Bailey B. Jeff, how did you get started in dog training? I know you've said before that you follow 
industry standard, but how did you get educated? Um, I started, I've shared the story for 20 years. I started when I got my first dog, um, Max, who's a German shepherd. And um, I didn't know shit. I was in the same boat as many of the people that are watching the show probably and many people that I've trained. And um, uh, I did, nobody could help me. And they gave me a lot of wrong information. And they told me all the things that I, that I talk about now not to do. And they, cause I did it. And um, my dog, a German shepherd and was human aggressive, dog aggressive, and not even a year old. He would bite me all the time. I remember going for a walk and like, I'd come home with ripped pants and blood on my legs. And um, finally someone said to me, like a trainer, you can say no to your dog, Jeff. And I was like, I, I actually didn't know that. Like I didn't know that because I was told not to. So that's how I started. And when I say the term industry standard, what I mean by that is, first of all, there's no true education on how to apply punishers, but people that are actually doing it, there is a, there is a, a very, it's well-documented on how to stop unwanted behaviors. There's, there's, there's a proper way to apply a punisher. So I'm not doing anything, you know, out of the norm whatsoever at all. I just talk about it more. I just talk about it more. And I talk about it loud because that, that's where people need, they need help. So how did I learn? And I am technically self-taught. I learned through working with lots and lots of dogs. So I, I learned with boots on the ground, working with dogs, figuring out what worked and what didn't work. And since nothing I'm doing can harm a dog, it worked out fine. Next. Philip, Jeff started using prong collar with my 65 pound Staffy after three years of uncontrolled walking with a harness. Oh my God, why did I wait so long? She walks at heel and handles distractions with minimal corrections. So Philip. Good job, Philip. Great job. And think about it. And this is not mocking you, but why did you wait so long? Honestly, I'd like to know. Like you, you had your dog on a harness. Prong collars have been around for 30 years, maybe, if not longer. They're made in Germany. Um, Chinese knocked them off. They're made in Germany. Um, why did you wait so long? Did you hear they were bad? Were you were you um, pressured by social media? Were you pressured by other dog trainers? Were you pressured by family members? But Because these items have been out there. And, I mean, you see them on dogs everywhere. Were you told that they ruin the relationship? They, hurt, they harm the dog. They'll make the dog's behavior worse. But that's a good question to ask. Three, year, three years is a long time. I'm sorry. And, I, and I, I'm sorry and I'm sorry that you had, had to struggle for three years. And that's why I do this podcast. And that's why I share information for free. And that's why we make very, very um, low-cost seminars um, to help people. Um, you could, um, our seminar page, if you're brand new, it seems like there's a couple of new people on, on, on the page. Um, tonight, but if you go to academy.solidk9training.com, at a minimum, subscribe to our email list. We won't, we don't spam you. We don't send out. I mean, how many emails do you do once a week, twice a week? If that. Yeah. So we'll send a uh, few when we're like when we're in the middle of a new launch for a new course, right? Because a lot of people don't see our social media, right? So email is the best way to like. See what's actually yeah. going on. Yeah, our open rate is actually extremely high. Our open rate is really, really high. Um, um, and then you can, you can. Our latest course is rehabbing a fearful dog, which is it's 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 up for sale. You there's over is there over thirty videos in there yet? There's over thirty videos in there. They'll probably end up being about thirty two videos. Today. Oh, so they're probably about thirty three. Probably you know two more or so. Um, Joelle will, will wonderfully put together. Um, she does all the filming and editing and and the ideas as well. And um, but there's there's a course called Green to Graduate. Green to Graduate is our number one course. People from all over the world buy all of our courses, but Green to Graduate has been very, very successful with um, how you can get a dog that doesn't know even its name to be, to be fully off-leash trained around high levels of distraction. So we, we that's the biggest thing is like that high levels of distraction. A lot of people say, yeah, my dog is trained, 
until I take it outside. My dog is trained until there's something better. My dog is trained as long as there's no other dogs around. My dog is trained as long as what? The wind doesn't blow? I mean, it gets that, that you know, bad for a lot of owners. Next. Sam, hi guys. Just when I thought I heard my dog whine in all situations. This morning she was whining when she was eating in between bites. Oh my gosh. It's that little cocker spaniel from the seminar, remember? Right. So whiny. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Was yeah. it complaining about the food maybe? She's like, this is trash. This, it's like, this sucks. This sucks. Oh my mm -hmm. God, I hate this. Hey, you got any more? <laughs> meatloaf, meatloaf. Yep. Kim, hi guys. Hello. Remember that last time Joelle thought she had allergies? Yeah, what did happen? I was actually, I guess I was sick. Right. That's the only symptom I had was like that super stuffy nose. Right. And I'm like, I can't live like this. I was like paranoid. That's right. And then you, you ended up on your ass with you, some crazy you, you symptoms. You started taking like allergy meds. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. Yeah. Yep. I'm like, I guess that's my version of sickness. I don't know. Yeah. Lori sitting on the couch, laying in bed, laying on the floor. She's a 60 pound fit. 60 pound pit female. Okay. So we have a standing over her. So we have a, a, um, I'll tell you just how to fix it. Let's forget about why your dog is doing it. Cause I don't know. Um, and you'll get five opinions from five trainers. Um, what I'll tell you is teach your dog the out command. We have a free video on YouTube and it's called out away from people out away from people. If you look at our Instagram stories today, you'll see Angelo outing a dog that would do the same thing always on top of people always pawing for attention and and this dog is listening to angelo who is 10 years old and the dog just learned it next kim did you guys ever see the video of a person acting like a badly behaved dog it's hilarious kind of puts it all into perspective it's a great visual of how annoying a lot of people allow their dogs to be yes. but they would never accept it from a person correct mm -hmm. some people do some people do, except much there's, a, there's, there's abusive relationships where people um, put up with a lot worse. Next. Constance, deaf puppy, almost four months old. We are working on place, but I'm noticing he's focused more on my feet than my face and hand signals. I can't give a proper hand signal if he's only focused downward. What do you think I'm doing wrong? Too fast? Get lower? Well, you could, mm -hmm. um, you know, that's the one time I might use vibrate on a knee collar. Um, have used that vibrate on the knee collar. So vibrate means look up and you would you can lure the dog with food. So when the dog is looking, so when the dog say is distracted, also keep in mind when you when you start doing recall training, the dog will probably be like away from you. Like you could have an awfully trained deaf dog. You can have an awfully trained deaf dog. So that it will come back to you like on a dime. So you can teach it that that the vibrate means look at you so then you can either just reward it for looking at you is how you start it and then eventually you can then it'll see what hand signal that you've you've trained it to do you okay like recall or down or sit or, yeah. or something and you can even take it a step back constance and just start focusing working on focus work so either with vibrate if that's too much for the dog which it could be yeah do like a double tap on the working level so tap tap on the shocks, on the shock side. Have yeah. the dog look at you, yep. reward, tap, yep. tap, eye contact, reward. So, yep. like, you might just need to like pattern that more before you even worry about obedience. Right. No, just do a whole set, just do the, like that's the training session. Yeah. But that's the training session. Yeah. Deaf ones can be hard. I usually spend a lot of time on focus yep. work so that I can always get their engagement. Yep. Remember that one? We had a great Pyrenees. We had a great Pyrenees come in. Great Pyrenees, they kill coyotes, um, come in. It had gone through a bunch of homes and went back to the rescue. And finally, a family got it. And um, they brought it to us. And um, the rescue kept getting the dog back. It was like some big dog rescue. They kept getting the dog back. And they found out the dog was coming to us. And they're like, you shouldn't send the dog to solid canine training because they're abusive and mean to dogs. It's the usual tagline that people say. Yeah. It's like, Really? Have you actually seen us fully train a dog or are you just going by second, third, fourth opinion or just watching one of my clips where I'm telling people how to stop like aggression, like choking a dog out and you think that's all we do. Um, so within the first two days, 
I called up the owner and I said, do you know that your dog is deaf? And they're like, it is? We were wondering why he never listened. And it's like, the dog's been returned how many times to the rescue? And they didn't know? And we figured it out real quick because we fucking give a shit about your dog? I mean, it's like, yeah, and we're the bad ones. And you didn't even know. And the, I mean, the rescue didn't even know they were adopting out a deaf dog. Let's see who cares more. Next. That's pretty terrible. Because think about how like, startled that dog probably would get. Like if people want to wake it up or whatever and it couldn't hear them coming. Right. That's probably half its issue right there. Well, that's the only time I remember a very specific situation with Ronin. So Ronin is a Turkish Kengel that I, that I, that I owned. He came right from Turkey. And um, he, uh, when I got, when I ended up getting him, he was rehomed to me from a client and um, he was human aggressive and dog aggressive. He would attack humans. Kengels are big. I mean, they, they stand up They're They're taller than, than, than if you're seven foot tall, they're not taller than you, but they're, and they're, they're they, they smother their prey. Um, and I, you know, people were prey and um, noted um, they would go after children. He would go after children, adults, male, female, it didn't matter. And also get into dog fights. And um, I rehabbed him and I rehabbed him so intensely that he actually was afraid to ever, ever get into a fight again. And this deaf dog didn't hear, didn't understand body cues, body language from other dogs. So Ronin would like let out a growl. But he couldn't hear it. So they kept the dog kept like putting pressure on Ronin, and Ronin was like, "I can't, I can't even nip you. Like I'm not even allowed to nip you. Like I mean, when we when we talk about applying a punisher to instill an inhibitor to stop an unwanted behavior, we're serious. And um, and I just remember it's like so we had to come in and we had to correct the dog because Ronin was not allowed to correct the dog. So. Um, because uh, the dog didn't know, the, right. dog didn't, the dog didn't understand, like you know, the, ver- the verbal cue from the other dog. Mm-hmm. Next, Tara, my eleven-month pug just started marking in the house. I just got new flooring and painted. How to stop that shit? He's also the pug that only sometimes feels the e-collar. Well, I would check for fit on that. Also, uh, placements. You can put the e-collar on the back of the neck. Yeah, with pugs with all their little fat rolls. Yeah, the back, back of the neck. neck. And you might check for contact. It should be super, super snug. Also, you might want to get, believe it or not, the thick fur contact points, even though the dog doesn't have thick fur. But check for, and also a lot of people, they're too, they put them on way too loose. Mm-hmm. The, the box should not move around. Um, and um, what you'll do is you would catch the dog in the act and then correct it pretty firmly and, and say no and then correct it. Next. Constant. Speaking of your seminars, I decided my leash handling skills could be better. So I did a search for videos on Patreon. Those seminar videos are gold. You two are incredible to watch in those scenarios. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Yeah. That's, I, just, I do miss doing seminars. I, reti- I, re- I retired um, from the seminar industry d- d- for no other reason than um, I just was exhausted. Tired. Tired. I was every, every other weekend. It I was, was a lot. Every other weekend I was doing a seminar and around the world. Maybe we could have done like three a year. But, but but three year doesn't work that way because then yeah. it turns into six and turns into 12 and then here we are again so so now we're doing we took all that energy though when we turn it into courses. courses so and um we're doing live trainings so um i think if anything we can reach more people at a, at a lower price point as well next sam i'm just now learning what a fantastic tool the bonker is when my dogs are not wearing their e-collars if I could only train them to put on their e-collars and shock themselves whenever I say no, haha. You can. It's difficult. It's a special training. I learned that when I lived with the Tibetan monks for 14 years. It's a secret. It's a big secret. There's not too many people that will talk about it publicly. I'm still not allowed to. I would have sworn oath. Next. But you know what, Sam? Your dogs are going to take you seriously 100% mm. of the time now, yeah. whether that collar's on or not. Yeah, pretty. I mean, if, when, when you're training your dog properly, the word no um, has true meaning too. Next. Connie, how can you correct a six-month-old toy poodle, seven pounds for barking and growling at kids? What kind of correction since he's so tiny? Um, a bonker works. A shock collar works. Just make the bonker smaller. Yeah. Like a kitchen towel. But then you get yourself a micro educator 
eCower from eCower Technologies, eCower.com, or on Amazon, get a micro educator. And you'll obviously have to cut the strap down. Um, um, and you would correct the dog. It's seven months old, the dog is? Seven pounds, six months old. Six months old? Oh, I'd start correcting that dog. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Those little ones are always the biters. Yep. Oh, yeah. A poodle? Oh. My first ever dog bite was from a toy poodle. Yeah. My aunt's toy poodle. Yeah. I mean, all the, put it this way, all, all the, all the, all the, all the, like the, the, the doodle breeds are, 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 mm. uh, you know, people are like, you know, pit bulls, da, 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 da. probably at our boarding training facility in Rhode Island, the most dogs, the most dogs that we were seeing that were biting, but also just really out of control was something doodle. So just put a word in front of doodle. And it was, it was, it was, it was aggressive. And again, it could be bad breeding, but again, I've already given my recipe for aggression, which is too much affection, too much love, no boundaries, no rules, and no consequences. And when people, that's how you actually create an aggressive dog, not by like, oh no, it's from abuse. It's like, no, like that is the recipe. And where's your data from, Jeff? I don't know, 20 years, 10,000 dogs traveling the world. I mean, you, you just, you sort of figure this stuff out, you know, when, when you, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, so, uh, you'd think that the reason why it's with doodles so much is because all these family friendly dogs, family friendly dogs, people are not doing even, not doing they're anything. not doing anything and they assume they'll be friendly, but it's like, it still has 42 teeth. It still is an apex predator and I know it's cute, but you know, they can still there's a lot of cute people on death row. Next. Emily, oh my God, I successfully bonked my dog finally. Oh shit, something's about to go down effect now when I say no. That's the goal. See, that's the thing is like, if you bonk properly, you usually don't have to bonk that much. What you're doing is you're saying no. There's, a, there's also a proper way to bonk. And it's you're saying no, and you're waiting a second or two, which is called a latency period. Um, and then you apply your punisher. So just that concept of no latency period punisher, like when I say industry standard, that's industry standard for, for people that actually know how to actually do punishment. The thing is, like people, punishment is not taught in many places at all. It's reward, reward base is everywhere. Next. Speaking of bonking properly mm. in the course I'm editing right now, mm -hmm. the two dogs that were fighting with each other, mm -hmm. you bonked, you actually missed them. I know I did. But it, the effect was the same. Yeah, yeah. They still were like, holy shit. Yeah, I actually said, geez. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen you miss yeah. a dog I, on a bonk. I said, what a shitty ass bonk that was. I, did, you, did you pick that up or was that afterwards? I said, yeah, it. you said it after. Yeah, I was like, geez, that was a shitty ass bonk. I've never seen you miss. Probably because I, it got, it, the effect was the same though. Because I probably. They had too much leash. They had too they, much, they had too much you leash. Had, you had to have both their leashes. So you just put it around your wrist. I think I was also educating at the same time. Like when I'm, when I'm. Yeah, talking. But either yeah. way, they just had too much room yeah, to like. Yeah, yep. But I said, but then I set it up. You set the tone though. Dogs yep. didn't fuck around for, literally since then. Nope, haven't even thought about fucking around. Mm -hmm. Yep. Next. But but the idea is you actually do make contact with your dogs. Next. Emily said you learn by successfully saving dogs' lives. Yeah, you guys. I literally learn by trial and error, but I learn by having massive success and figuring out what worked. And um, believe it or not. That's how everybody learned at some point. Somebody had to learn that way. Like people figured things out. I mean, everybody has lights in their house, correct? Lights in their house. Guess how that person learned? By making a thousand mistakes, but probably more than that. Like, but by figuring it out, well, that didn't work. Great, let's try this. That didn't work. Great, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's try this. And then you become really good in your field. Next. Snuggle Bun said it's a great feeling when your words carry weight with your dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I would say a majority of the population of dogs out there with owners, dogs can give a flying fuck yeah. what the owners have to say other than it's mealtime or treat. Next. Treats. 
Um, let's see. Emily said your Patreon is fire. Thank you. Carrie, Wait till we do the membership course. The membership program is going to be so the tits. In, in, <laughs> in August, when we do the membership course, it's going to be, um, we're, we're, we're diving deep into online learning. The reason is because we can, we can, we can affect so much of the world where people are struggling. I mean, I, I did a council with somebody in Romania. I, in fact, you know who I have not heard from? The last time I did a council with um, one of my clients in Ukraine, you actually can hear bombs going off in the oh in God, the background. Right. Yeah, I, I I have not heard from her since that one-on-one -on -one consult and she has not even been on the patreon site at all and i do not they have internet and i don't know where they do they have starlink mm -hmm. yeah so i'm elon musk yeah so i have no idea what is what what happened what happened yeah carrie i have a one and a half year old great dane and shepherd mix i have just rescued him from a home that taught him absolutely no manners or any kind of obedience He's been a nightmare, but is now learning lots of good things. Awesome. One thing I'm having a really hard time with is dropping anything. Okay. He absolutely refuses to give up a toy. He loves to chase it, but I have to yank it from him. Do you okay. have any ideas yeah. to help? Yes, I don't have just ideas. I have the exact way to do it. So I have a video on the out command. So I've got out away from people, and then I've got a resource guarding one. Even though your dog's not resource guarding it, you're going to be using a shock collar. And I assure you, your dog will learn out in three seconds. And they won't be afraid of you or the toy or anything else. But um, what, now what you will be told to do is, by a lot of people, is present something of higher value. Correct? Like, people know this. If your dog doesn't drop something, then you redirect them to something of higher value. And they drop that. And then you give them this. You'll switch a route like JCPenney's refund department. It's like, no, there's no fucking refunds happening here. You get no money back. So the cool thing about my video on YouTube, it costs you no money and it works. And it works 100% of the time. So I have a 100% success rate on resource gardening. And I've worked with dogs that have put people in the hospital over resources, resource gardening. Next. Kimba signed up for Greener Graduate today after receiving your email. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Kim. I love Green to Graduate. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah. And, and I, you know, this is another thing about the Fearful Dog course. It, it's. I think we're going to remarket that. It's also. It's like Green to Graduate, too. It, thank you. It's like you're finishing half my sentences. I love it. That's what I it, do. It's like, it's, like, it's, it's like Green to Graduate, too. A lot of troubleshooting. Troubleshooting galore, which is what Green to Graduate, too, would be. It would be all those nuances of things. Mm -hmm. Jay Drink Walter, what are the plans for Vader's final weekend? More swimming parties? Um, he went swimming again today. He goes home Sunday, so really tomorrow's his last day. Actually, he went swimming. Oh, you know what he did? He went swimming, um, and I dropped the leash, and he just swam. Yeah. He's such a good dog. Did I put that on Instagram stories? I actually love Vader. Yeah, put, yeah, I did, yeah. Check out Instagram really stories. He's such a sweet boy. He is. Yep. Love him. Yep. And he's just just a, a incredibly fearful dog. I'd keep him. You know? <laughs> I'd keep him. If you had, if we had more of a yard. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dog. Next. Can start taking a probiotics, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> Next. Jeff loves it when women tell him what to do. No, actually, I'm sort of used to it. So, okay, that's why that's my twenty. Still goes right up your ass. No, it doesn't. That's my twenty-four-seven. Susan said, "Love the ducks in the swimming pool. So cute." Yeah. Fucking freeloaders. So they're shitting all over the place. Yeah. Sam, oh, my dad said she's sad because she's almost done eating. I said, I don't care. Why make it stop? I don't care why make it stop. What did why the did, dog did, whining did, when she was eating? The dog is sad because she's almost done. He's probably joking, but yeah, that's like well, that's why she's whining. I don't know. Is he joking though? I don't know why. Emily, I'm making amazing progress with my. Death Row Rescue, thanks to your Patreon vids. My goal is to get your Green to Graduate bundle, saving for it, but your Patreon videos are getting me through. So just to let you know, on Patreon, you get 20% off. There's a code. There's a code at the, the very, it's been pinned to the top of all of the posts. You get 20% off of all of our courses. Next. Sandy, underwhelming your dog is a thing. I have GSP's notorious whiners. Today, I finally made it suck. Thank you for all your help. You're welcome. Yeah, underwhelming. The number one thing that we saw at our seminars 
were, were people where they thought their dog was just like, doesn't listen, it's selective hearing, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, you're underwhelming your dog. And then they finally learned how to properly apply a punisher. And they're like, I get an email from them. But they're ready for seminar, they see the results. But then I would get an email from them saying, oh my gosh, like my dog actually does know how to listen. I'm like, I know, mm-hmm. I know. Go figure. Yep. Kimba, so proud of my girl tonight. We just got back from our walk where we ended up pinned on the side of the road going down a ditch due to two trucks trying to pass each other going in opposite directions. Damn. Both trucks were loud, and the second one had a trailer that banged when it started to go. Jeez. My God. I would have fucking pooped. She looked at me quickly instead of reacting to the truck by trying to attack it. Thank right God. Through. Awesome. That's great. That's really great. That's I fucking mean, terrifying. That's, that's, that's dangerous in so many ways. Jeez. Yes. Yeah, even with it. Do you live in Florida? Because it sounds like the people here. <laughs> people are maniacs here. They don't give a fuck. You're one of them, Joelle. Not true. Road rage galore. Not true. I go like one mile to the gym and one mile to Publix. I don't even drive here. Well, that one mile is... <laughs> okay. You, you drive more than that. No. You drive, you drive my truck. The, the church, which is you, no, 0.075. Wherever, wherever we go, away. wherever we go, downtown Sarasota. Anyway, next. Dan, have you tried the comfort pad wings for the e-collar? I have the long attachments, but it seems to not make great contact with my Bernadoodle. You know what's funny? A ton of people. Oh my God, Kimba is in Florida. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a ton of people swear by the wings. We've just never found them great. But, I'm not a big fan. They but, get rusty too quick. But, but too. meanwhile, I think they changed the metal though. Oh, they I would that, always get like rusty yeah, I think, and like they break. I, to, to be, you know, to be honest, I mean, I hate when people say that because I'm honest all the time. Um, we haven't tried them since they first came out. Yeah, they were not good. So maybe it's, we should revisit that. A dog we just had here used them. I think it was, uh, it was Bruno. Bruno had a wing. And I mean, it was all right. It was fine. Worked. Yeah. He didn't get any pressure sores. No, no, that's nothing we heard. We still saw was dogs were actually getting sores from the wing part. Next. Um, snuggle buns. My five month old is finally relaxed on place. She's nice. always on alert before, but we've been working on duration. Good for you. Proud of you. Um, let's see. Susan said, I wish I could use the e collar on my parrot to stop the screaming. You know, I was wondering that when I was at your house. I'm like, does this eventually, like, do you just drown it out? I don't think I could live with a parrot. It's nonstop the whole time. But you're probably. You know what, though? I don't know. You know what, though? I'm wondering. So, the, the, the little tiny one they make for cats. Imagine wrapping that around the parrot. You cannot put it on a bird, Jeff. It'd probably freak the fuck out. You'd have fried chicken. <laughs> you, you, and then the way that it normally works is if it gets get too close to the. To like this little cylinder so the cat gets up on the counter cylinders on the counter it goes off so your parrot's squawking you just bring the cylinder over to the parrot and that sets it off i don't know about that but then the poor bird it's like it's a parrot that's what they do they live till 30 or 40. yeah we have a bunch of parrots out. That's why I don't own a damn parrot. We have, we have we have wild parrots. Yeah, and they're loud as hell. Yep, they sure are. Mary just finished a Shih Tzu six years with a long bad bite history. Yes, those little ones can be dangerous. No more biting and no more leash activity. Nice, nice. That's a great feeling. Susan said, Charlotte now immediately stops what she's doing naughty when I say no, even without the collar. Yeah. But it seems like I say no constantly all day long. Oh, well, that's a problem. That's a problem. So... Time to get that cower back on and make your one and only no for the day. Next. Sam, I missed my male GST the first time I bonked him by about 15 inches, and he was still like, what the heck? Yeah. And immediately obeyed. Dogs don't like shit thrown at them. That's So that's what people have to understand. Like, we're not trying to harm the dog. Or, but How many people have been spooked beyond belief from someone jumping out behind a, closed, like a door? Nobody touched you. No one touched you. But it startled the shit out of you. Well, I, can... I still have PTSD from when someone's behind me on the stairs. I hate it because well, my brothers would chase me up the stairs and try to grab my ankles. Right. So like I hate that. Well, here's here's hate it. here's another example. 
you wouldn't go into your bathroom the other day because of what? Oh my God, that freaking cockroach. Okay, so did the cockroach do anything to you? No, Okay, it's it, presence. It was presence was there and it kept you out of the bathroom. It sure did. Wes went in and killed So it, it stopped you from doing something. Mm -hmm. So the, the presence of the cockroach technically acted as a punisher. It kept you from going into the bathroom and it didn't even touch you. Yeah. Next. Lisa, my newest palm puppy and current terrier play rough. The puppy seven months is really amping up. She stalks my other dog and is too aggressive in my opinion. Do I correct any time they play? Yeah, you can just use the, just I would train that dog the out command. We have a free video on that. Next. Emily, my issue with bonking was that I'm short and my dogs are tall. So I just stepped back a few feet and chucked it kind of softball style. Mm -hmm. Effective. Yeah, you can do that. Oh, but you also remember, you don't have to let go of it. You can just like grab it. No, boom. Next. Constant said, you're right. Ina with Adobe. Yeah, Ina. God, I love her. I hope she's okay. Yeah, too. I've not heard from her at all. Next. Carrie, perfect. Thank you so much for answering. I'm going to watch this video. Nice. You're welcome. Emily, I actually haven't used any treats the past few days, and we've had massive success with heel, place, attentiveness, less attention to the cat, switched it up instead of throwing cookies at the problem. Yeah. I mean, keep in mind, we like we food train dogs. Like that's how we start dogs. Puppies, it's all food training, except for stopping of biting, jumping, barking, and whining. But like dogs are all trained with food. Um, now we get it, we do get dogs that don't take food, so you can't use food. That's another thing that people are not aware of. Like many dogs don't take food. Many dogs don't like physical touch. Like many dogs will bite you if you try to like just say good job. Um, so people need to have lots of different tools in their toolbox. Next. Kim, he is so cute swimming. Big lovable lug. Hey, Jeff, we're just looking out for you. Women are bossy. We just have better ideas. Oh, well. Okay. I concur. Emily, she has blossomed the past few days. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Susan, talk about underwhelming. If I'm already on a high number that makes me makes the dog squeal and run to me, but then still does the behavior later, do I just dial up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have dogs that blow through 100. They don't care. We have dogs that are audible but don't care. So this is, what, this is the determining factor. Does the dog stop or not? Now... You can, some dogs that will say don't recall, they hit the ground and they refuse to recall no matter how high you go. Well, then you're doing something wrong. It's time to go back to putting a long line on the dog and training, you know, going back a couple of steps. But just because the dog came back to you that moment, it still wasn't enough for the dog to stop the unwanted behavior. Next. Avi said, Vader was so cute finding the steps in the pool. I'm honestly surprised he didn't panic and he actually just mm -hmm. kept swimming. No, I, I trained him upright. Yeah. I've trained probably a, a thousand dogs how to swim. Yeah. I mean, I've had pools in all my houses. I also think he just stands up in the deep end. I see him putting his feet down. No, but he's not that they're moving. You gotta, when you look at it from above, he's actually kicking them. Mm. He's kicking them. Like now, in, 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 in the shallow end, though, stands up he can stand up but but his body has been going yeah he's looking better yeah if he was standing up he would still splash so he's True. still he's smoothly going through the water now and he's keeping his head up at the perfect thing and um he's doing great he's doing great next snuggle buns i have one dog with the wings one with the comfort pads both have given good contact for me good good um caroline said fried chicken yep Susan, love the cockroach example. Yeah. Brittany uses the wings. Uh, look at that last one, 759. Constance, I looked into the wings and all the comfort pads for the e-collar. Last week, one dog got missed in collar rotation and got a pressure sore. Now I'm paranoid about it, and we mark turn time on the group poop chart. <laughs> Sound like you're running an actual Gordon train. I love it. The little, do you have little timers that go off, like little dings or little, you know, Probably has a computer spreadsheet, an Excel spreadsheet. Seriously. You have to with that many with dogs. Ten dogs? Damn. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Madly in love with you. Don't forget, go to academy.solidcaninetraining.com and your life will change. Join our mailing list because 
When are you making that announcement? Sunday or Monday morning? The first. Monday. Monday. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you, Sam. Love you, buddy. And um, everyone have a great weekend. Sunday, we are going to try to jet ski to an oh, oyster bar. The weather, but yeah, we're we're going to try to jet ski to an oyster bar. Actually, Saturday uh, looks better, but Saturday's too busy for us. Yeah. 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 All right, everybody. Take Good care. Night.